Hey babes, welcome to the podcast. It's Emily and Abigail. And today's episode is about the, the sacred space and the quiet place. We are so stinking excited to share this episode with you guys and just everything that we've kind of done in preparation for this you know we kind of did it individually so abigail's going to talk about the sacred space and i'm going to really talk about and dive into what the quiet place is and why that's so important and i'm so excited because i really haven't heard anything that you've really prepared i mean i've heard yeah. like a couple of things but not not really yeah we've really spent a lot of time in prayer and preparation just trying to be in tune with the holy spirit to really have guidance on what we need to be saying to y'all because really it's not the advice that we have it's what the holy spirit has revealed to us through a lot of time in prayer which goes directly into the sacred space so the sacred space for me is my own personal alone time with the lord like really sitting down getting in his presence and just being so focused on him and nothing else And one thing I want to bring to light real fast is the enemy will try to attack you and say, listen, these are a bunch of distractions I'm going to throw at you. I'm going to try and throw these all at you Mm -hmm. because he doesn't want you to connect with the Lord. You know, of course, he's going to try and throw anything at you. But I actually use some scripture to back me up on that one. I'm like, we love love a woman with a with the word right um so psalms 41 11 through 12 says Ooh. by this i know that you delight in me my enemy will not shout and triumph over me because of my integrity and set me free in your presence forever so with that i just want to go into the sacred space and really explaining how much it is holy to me it is yeah. sacred you yeah. know nothing can get between me and the lord in that time come on yeah it is just my personal alone time and the enemy will not shout and triumph over me because of my integrity like yeah. i am set free in the presence of the creator of the universe forever that's so good so i want to encourage y'all like anytime you think you can't get alone with the lord pray that verse into your life you know if we pray according to his word he's gonna deliver and give us the promise that he already wrote yeah you know yeah, like that, no that's, that's so true that's so true nothing is going to come against that the word is a double-edged sword yeah you know it's it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it is, really is. The, the word is living and and it really it is so important to have that sacred space where you are like exactly like you, what you were saying it is so important it's not talked about enough i don't think and with the importance really emphasized i don't think at all so i'm oh i'm so excited yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's great um so first off preparing in private leads to how you act in public oh like let's be Come real on, for a second Come you know like, let's just let's just get real for a second you know like your own personal alone time with the Lord is what grows and shapes you. Yeah. You reading his word is what's going to transform your heart, your mind, your soul, your actions. Everything you do is a direct result of your alone time with the Lord. Come on. And if you're not reading his word, how do you even know his voice? How do you know how to act? Because the word is his voice. It is a book of love. It's not a textbook that we pull out just like anything else in school. You know, it is literally the book of love. It's not a chore. No, it's it's not a chore. It's, It's his it's his voice to us it's the roadmap to life that's so good it's in you know preparing in private to me that's just spending such genuine time with him i usually come into a place of just saying lord i know i can't do anything on my own Mm -hmm. i literally cannot do anything at all without you i need you to come into every single area of my life my relationships my friendships you know my school my career anything you need to be a part of 
even where I decide to eat for lunch, like, Lord, Lord, help me. You know, I need to be healthy. New year, new habits. Maybe we need to start eating right. But beside the point, you know. <laughs> yeah, that ain't happening. No. Sorry, mm-hmm. God. That, that, I'm, that one <laughs> in me. No, ma'am. Nope. No, yeah. Nope. So, <laughs> you know, and one example of this in scripture is actually the book of Nehemiah. Oh, so good. I've been reading the book of Nehemiah for four days which is crazy because when i was in preparation for this podcast and what we wanted to talk about i was like lord reveal stuff to me that i need to speak on and i was reading through leviticus which i still am we love leviticus but but i mean it, it it's a bunch of sin offerings and like so i'm like god like how am i gonna talk about the sacred space of, with leviticus how do i tie that in god and and then I started reading Nehemiah at the same like, time. Boom. Drop the I mic. Said, Whoa. Mic drop. Whoa. So Nehemiah, he actually. Anyway. Um, <laughs> sorry, y'all. My mic like spazzed for a second. <laughs> um, Nehemiah, he actually is this guy who's a cupbearer to the king. And the walls of Jerusalem fell down. So the Lord really called him out and said, Nehemiah, like you are my servant. You're my disciple. And I'm going to use you in rebuilding the walls. I want your hand in this miracle. And I want to help and guide you. And Nehemiah immediately came to the Lord and said, okay, listen, I know you're calling me to greater, but first off, I need to recognize myself with everyone else around me. He didn't put himself in a place of position that he was higher than anyone. Just because we're called to be a leader doesn't mean we're higher than anyone else. In fact, it means we're probably a little bit less because he's saying that he can use a broken vessel for the glory of the kingdom of the Lord. Come on now. Anyways. Um, <laughs> so, so one good. thing that was super cool with Nehemiah is before he goes to build the wall back up, which he gathers a bunch of people I'll go into later. He first fasted for four months. He fasted for four months and prayed to the Lord consistently saying, God, I need direction and guidance. He sat in that sacred space and said, I cannot do this on my own. This is a big task. And one thing that really just speaks to me is if prayer isn't absolutely necessary to accomplish your vision, then your goal isn't big enough. You know, if we're sitting here and saying, I don't need to go to God about this. I don't need to speak to him about that. Then your vision or your goal for whatever that circumstances is, isn't big enough because we are incapable of reaching anything without the Lord having our back and guiding us. And this leads directly into chapter two of Nehemiah because he sat down, he prayed, he fasted, he spent genuine time listening to the Lord, leaning into his spirit, getting guidance from him. The Lord laid out to him. All right, you need to go to the King. You need to ask for timber. Okay, you need to ask for letters to go to the other visiting kingdom so you can pass through to even get to Jerusalem in the first place. Yeah. But in order to do that, he had to go to the king and he was a cupbearer, you know, very easily. They could be like, nah, bro, off with your head. I ain't helping you. I ain't giving you a timber. Literally like, no, it's true, though. I mean, it's that's a fact. That's how brutal society was. You know, people said, "Uh, uh-uh, I ain't helping you get this. Mm-mm. I feel like in this culture, it'd be like, cancel. You're canceled. Like, yeah, you're canceled. Pretty much. That, that, that's what it was. <laughs> off with your head. 
So, I mean, it was just a lot of dying to self. He had to say, Lord, I recognize these people didn't keep the commandments of Moses and neither did I, but you want to use me for your glory. So I'm going to sit here in your presence and listen to you. Then I'm going to go. But first it required him to sit there and listen. Come on. And because he sat there and listened, then the Lord delivered him to get to the promise that he had already put in store for him. So good. And I think it's so easy for us to miss the shifting and the mending and the season of just sitting in the presence of the Lord. We have a go season, yes, but we also have a preparation season. Come on. We have a time where we have to push in and lean into the Lord and say, God, I need you to tell me where to go because I don't know what my next step is. I feel like that time of preparation is just so key. It Mm -hmm. really is just so key because... If, if you're not preparing for something and you're thrown in, how do you expect yourself to succeed? How do you expect yourself to be right. empowered and equipped to go out and, you know, for whatever, whatever that may be. I mean, it could be a school test. It could be, it could be going out following the word. I mean, it could right. be literally be anything. It is so important to be prepared because if you're not, you're setting yourself up for fail, failure. Right. That's good. That's so good. And that's what Nehemiah was doing here. Yeah. He was like, I recognize you chose me. Now I'm going to be obedient. I'm going to sit down and listen to what you have to say to me. And because of that, every single door opened. Every single door. He went to the king and said, I need this and I need this. And he was not ashamed about what he was asking for. And the Lord opened the door. The king gave him everything he needed. He said, go. Yeah. Go do this. Go do as you were called. And I just think it's amazing how the time of preparation and the prayer of four months led up to this I think it was 50, 52, yeah, 52 day project, wow. but it took four months to do that. Wow. And I, I, oof, it touched me so much because I think of the season of life that we're in, you know, college, it can be really intimidating. <laughs> we go to class and we're like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't know what I'm supposed to do when I graduate. So then we sit there and we're like, it's okay. I still have two years. I still have two years. I still have two years. And then the two years is gone. Two, and two years is up in like two it feels like two days you're like really oh does. shoot I that f- was that was mm-hmm. that was two years ago what right and i think it's just those moments where we spend such genuine time with the lord is what determines our future wow and that's what that's Nehemiah profound, was doing. that's so good yeah. and it, it was it touched my heart because i need to be so intentional about yeah. spending genuine time with god Because he's the reason I'm here in the first place. Yeah. He knitted me together in my mother's womb. He knitted you together in your mother's womb. And he Mm. knows your next step. He knows everything. So why are you going to try to jump to chapter 42 when you're still in chapter 14 of your life? Oh, that is so... When he gives when he gives you an inch, don't take a mile. Yup. That when is he gives so, you an inch, don't yeah, take a mile. When he gives you an inch, don't take a mile. And that is so important. Right. And so that's important. what Nehemiah was doing here. He knew he was gonna help build the wall back up. Be content in your season, man. Mm-hmm. Be content in your season. Cause there is a reason and a purpose he has placed you in that season for you to grow and for transformation right. to take place. Right. And good leaders learn the sense of God's timing. Yeah. Oh, come on. Right. It's crazy. Cause dang, Holy Spirit <laughs> that is so good and that's just what the lord has really revealed to me is just sitting in that sacred space you know nehemiah wouldn't be able to do any of that he wouldn't be able to go to jerusalem and build it everything back up and it was with the help of everything else around him but first it took him dying to self spending time with the lord and really growing there also in chapter two it talks about how he told no one 
what God had put on his heart to do. He told absolutely no one his goal and his vision to go to the place that the Lord called him. That's key, man. Your relationship with the Lord needs to be so intimate that some of the things he shares to you, you don't tell no one. No, it, it's personal. It, it is it's personal. It's a personal relationship. It I really mean, like is. there's certain things that we talk about that. I mean, we don't breathe a word nope. to anybody else because it's a personal relationship. And right. it's the same thing with the Lord. If he's revealing something to you and other people are not prepared to hear it, he might be like, listen, I'm going to give you this piece of information. I'm going to do this. You need to sit on it. Let it simmer. That's good. L- let it just sit there, marinate it. And right. then when it's ready, for it to be shared, I'm going to open the doors. But until then, you sit there right. and you wait. You wait for my time, not your time. Mm. Because then if you if you do something prematurely in the wrong season, Ooh. that's what leads to the downfall. Mm. The domino yeah. effect of choosing yourself over the Lord. That's where you're going to run into the failures and the dead ends. Yep. Because well, it's, uh, it's, unfor- it, like, it's unfulfilling. It is. It is. And I just think it's so neat because Nehemiah is just one of those people. Yeah. You know, we see Moses in Exodus and the amount of time he spends on Mount Sinai just saying, Lord, how do you want me to craft together this tabernacle? How do you want me to build the kingdom for you, Jesus? And he spends so much time pouring into God and asking the Lord for guidance and direction. And if he didn't do that, he wouldn't have what he needed to go and tell the people, listen, this is what we need to do. This is what the Lord told me to do. But it took that sacred space. It took that sitting down and being alone with God and really just leaning into his presence. So like, you're, you know, you're saying this and it's so, 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 so good. What, what is like your sacred space? What, yeah. is, what is, what does that look like? And like for maybe even like some of the listeners that, you know, don't really have a sacred space, haven't right. really put that as an implement in their life. You know, what does that look like for you that maybe they can adopt or yeah. what can that look like for, you know, someone that's just trying to start out in something like that? Yeah. So the sacred space for me is definitely a daily thing that I do. Yeah. For one. Also, it doesn't have to be a certain amount of time. In fact, it can start so little and grow so big. For me, my sacred space started at like five to 10 minutes of just being in prayer and reading a verse. Uh, But now I'm spending like an hour a day because otherwise I don't feel as filled. But he can fill you in the smallest moments too. You know, and that's shown in scripture too. Moses goes to God and he prays that he doesn't do something to the people after they had the gold calf. Yeah. And it was one sentence that changed the Lord. You know, the Lord said, okay, I'm going to have mercy on you guys. It was the power in the prayer, not the length of the prayer. Oh my gosh, that is so stinking good, man. That is so stinking good. That, But I mean, it's true because I feel like, you know, grow because uh, i grew up in the church right i, I grew right. up going to church i grew up you know with my family being in ministry and everything and sometimes when you're put in positions where and in, in atmospheres i guess that's probably a better word than yeah. positions it is very easy for you to think that it's the length yeah it's not it's not necessarily all the fancy words that you put on it right. all the fancy spins that i feel like you know probably within this past like three, four years, I really understood that it's not that, but it's, that's so true. It's the power and it's the heart behind it. It's the vulnerability in it. It's not how long it is or how fancy it is, honestly. No, not at all. Because the Lord in Psalms 
51 it says he desires a broken and a humbled heart before him Come on. so that's my sacred space yeah, so i come good. to god and i say i am broken and humble before you i recognize i can do nothing without you i'm gonna so spend good. this time of power in your presence that not of so length in your presence good. i'm gonna come before you and realize that you are meeting me where i am at you are here today because you are knocking at my door longing for a relationship with oh. me a daughter mm-hmm. of the king an heir of royalty in the kingdom of heaven and i just find so much love in the sacred space which we all long for you know we all want to feel loved and worthy and all of this and the lord meets you right where you need to be yeah in the sacred space i go in i say god this is what's going on in my life this is where i need guidance and most importantly i pray according to his word because his word is his promise Come on. And when you continue to say, Lord, I know you have plans for me to prosper and not to harm. Lord, I know that you want a broken and humbled heart. Yeah. Lord, I know that you're going to deliver me and that you can strengthen me. And Lord, I know you're going to do all these things as your word says. You gotta be like, God, listen, I know you said all these things out, but do it to me. And he does. You know? I spend that time in prayer. I usually read a chapter, whatever I'm reading through in the Bible, and a lot of times I'll look up an annotation unenduring word that's like my favorite commentary Mm -hmm. just so i can better understand it but sometimes i just do do what the lord is leading you to do it's not a chore yeah a lot of people will say oh i have to read one chapter a day otherwise i'm not doing enough my relationship with the god isn't enough but the lord doesn't look for works it's by grace through faith that we're saved not by grace through works and it's really what is the lord leading you to do in that alone sacred time with him and are you being obedient to what he's telling you right because there's probably so much so much wisdom and knowledge that is going to be gifted just by a simple act of obedience whether that whether that be literally five to ten minutes or five to ten hours you and i have seen that ourselves in the past two months we started praying about something very direct yeah and we prayed power into it we said lord we know that you are putting this calling on us and we know that you are shaping our minds to see things in this way yeah so god please open the doors or shut the doors and he opened every single door but it took the faithfulness and the obedience of us saying yes to the lord for those doors to open well it's also you know us dying to our own flesh because i mean like i feel like especially when you're wanting to start something and you're wanting you're wanting something to be on such a large scale or something like that it's very easy for it to be consumed to to okay well i can do this right okay I'm going to make the funds to make this work. I'm going to be the one to, you know, set this right. this up. Excuse me. Um, like, it's going to be like me, 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 me. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. But when right. we both, and we both came into agreement too, we both said, no, this is not about us. You've opened a door already for both of us. That's and we met there at the door and we're going to walk hand in hand through that door together on the other right. side into your presence, Lord. Right. That's what we're going to do. There you go. And you need to walk through the doors that are wide open. Don't try opening a cracked door. Oh, come That on. goes back to the don't. If he gives you an inch, don't take a mile. You yeah. know, if the door's cracked, if yeah. he's giving you a little insight on what a future may hold, don't go and try and open it yourself because you have no power to do that. Yeah. And it starts in the sacred space, really learning the Lord's timing and leaning in and being present in every learning single the Lord's day. Voice. Learning the Lord's mm-hmm. voice. That is so, so And it's good. A every single day. Like even Jesus prayed. 
you know, even Jesus before he left and before the crucifixion and everything and the resurrection, he prayed in John chapter 17 and was like, Lord, I pray for these people. I pray for the disciples. He sat down, the savior of the world sat down and said, Lord, they need your help and guidance. And so do I. Yeah. Can you imagine the savior of the universe literally on his knees praying to God? It's like perfect gets more perfect than perfect. That's what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that too. And then it's like at the same time, that was like, who are we to think that we can actually do something if like even like Jesus can't do it? Like, who are we to put ourselves in a position where we basically say, "Mm, I got it. Yeah, where we say prayer is unnecessary. Oh my goodness. It just, it it really puts things in perspective. It goes back to the prayer is necessary. And if it's not, then your vision isn't big enough. So good. You know, and we see that consistently, even in the trials. I think the sacred space has such amazing purpose to it because in the trials is when that time really grows your relationship with the Lord. We see in Daniel and he's in the lion's den and he has so much alone, intimate time with the Lord. You know, he's sitting there and growing and same with Paul in the hard times in prison. He spent time in the presence of the Lord and that's what determined his future. And it was them dying to self. Even in the roughest situations, the Lord brought the peace they were longing for when they met him in the sacred space. So good. So good. So, so, so good. So stinking good. Yeah. And then there was like, it's it's in Matthew. Hold on. I got to think. <laughs> okay. It's in Matthew chapter 13. Yeah. And it says the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, oh. which a man found and covered up. <laughs> then in his joy, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. That's Matthew 13, 44. And the one thing that I get from that is the kingdom of heaven is like treasure. The kingdom of heaven is is treasure. And that's why I call it the sacred space. Because you're meeting with treasure, pure gold, pure beauty, pure joy. You know, later in that verse, it says in his joy, he goes and sells. Pure richness. Pure richness. You know, like he's going to fulfill every single thing. That is so, so stinking good, bro. It's, It's just about being obedient and doing it. You know, and I encourage you guys. I know we're saying a lot today. Right, we are. The reason we're saying these things is because it has absolutely transformed our lives. Yeah, it has. My alone time with God, meeting him in the sacred space is the reason I am where I'm at today. Yeah. The wisdom I've gotten from the Lord, the discernment I've received from him, and even just the peace yeah the The peace peace is a big thing you know we walk through so many different things in life and if we don't sit down and say lord i need you we're going to be lost yeah you know he walked on water and if we don't walk beside him we're going to fall right into that water and drown yeah oh that's good yeah and it's really just saying god i know you're with me i know you're going to guide me through this so i'm going to be obedient i'm going to meet with you because he's waiting his arm is extended to to you my friend the other day said I always had God at arm's length. I never had him right beside me. And if you have God at arm's length, you're not going to hear him. Mm. You're not going to see him. Mm. If you say, yeah, I believe in God, but then you don't connect with him. It's a relationship that changes your heart. It's a relationship that mends the brokenness. It, It changes you from the inside out, not the outside in. 
Right. It's not. It's it, so good. It's when it's when I remember um, our, our college pastor. Right. And everything, you know, he was just talking to us and he he always emphasizes this. And I'm just going to emphasize it again because it goes along with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. It's your heart posture. That's good. It's your heart posture towards the Lord. If your heart is not in alignment with the Lord and your mm-hmm. heart isn't in the posture of humbleness and God prune me, God tenderize me, God transform me. How? If it's not there, you can't expect the unexpected to be done. That's you can't good. you can't expect to have this close relationship where he speaks to you, where he's talking to you. If if your heart posture is not there, I mean, it's like I mean, or the faith to believe in it, or the faith. I mean, it goes back to like you know, even like kids. You know, yeah. kids they're given a choice. You get a good choice or a bad choice, and if you do a bad choice, like I okay, listen for non-spankers out there. My my family's a spanker family, <laughs> so you you knew, but That's you funny. but but it was a constructive because you knew when you messed up, you got a consequence, and that was right. that was a spanking. You know, at least at least for like my family and everything like that. But you know, when you you know when you don't do something in the alignment that it's supposed to be in, yeah, it won't ever turn out the best way that it can be. And then when you do follow, I mean, you see it with kids. Kids that make good choices, they get more freedom. That's good. Kids who keep messing up, you get a tighter rail. And that mm. that's the same thing with the Lord. And people are always trying to fight it. I mean, I tried to fight it for a very, very long time. Right. But, I mean, it's you really have to change from the inside out. Not yeah. the outside. In. Yeah, that's so good. So that's kind of just what we have about the sacred space. So let's go ahead and go straight into the quiet place. Oh my Emily's going to yeah. expand a little bit more on the quiet place because when we sat down and really looked at it, the sacred space is what touched my heart a lot. And the quiet place, she's going to go into more detail about how to really hear the Lord's voice. Yeah. And how she navigates that and been through it and everything. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So for... For me, the quiet place has just been, wow, amazing. So the first thing, you know, like for me is like, you know, what is the purpose of the quiet place? You know, why is the quiet place so important in everyday life? And I mean, it kind of goes kind of kind of goes to like you know if you're running all the time and you're just running 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 you're doing everything and you're not resting you're not taking minute to just be quiet mm. your body crashes that's good you you pass out you're dead tired you feel lazy you don't want to do anything right. and then you're lazy for the next three days and i am not preaching to the choir i mean that is a habit i have had to <laughs> literally break because it is so detrimental right and i think you know when you are able to stop you build endurance. Mm. You build endurance spiritually, but you also build it physically. And, you know, I think, you know, the quiet place is, you know, what no one sees. How can we live to be seen by God? How do we, how do we be seen by God, but give God the glory? Mm, how do we get seen but give god the glory and i think you know it all starts with the unseen it all starts with what happens behind the scenes and you know it there's such an importance of being in the word and you know for me the quiet places just the time that i take to be alone turn everything off close my eyes be quiet and literally just sit there and it's so uncomfortable when i first started doing it like it's, it's gonna be weird at first. It's so uncomfortable for me because I I'm very much a go person. Right. So being able to just sit down and not do anything, not have my phone, not be thinking of a million different things like what's the next thing on my agenda? What's this? What's this? What's this? Being able to just sit down and just stop was so hard, mm-hmm. and 
being able to stop and be like, no. So instead of just stopping, get on my phone and planning the next thing that I'm going to do. And that's my stopping moment. Being able to turn to the word Mm. and being in the word and being able to be like, okay, hold on. I'm going to take a breather. (sighs) Okay, now I'm going to stop. I'm going to chill out. I'm going to take a chill pill. I'm going to sit here in my room for 10 minutes. I'm going to shut off from the world and I'm going to sit here and I'm going to listen. Because here's the thing is especially I've, I've noticed with a lot of my friends and like my generation and like our generation and everything like that is we will pray constantly in our mm-hmm. car. Well, as you say, like when we're a car just moving around, we're constantly praying. We're constantly right. like, God, oh, I want this or God, I need this. God, help me in this area. God, OK, I, I want to grow in this area but I don't know how. Okay, God, I have all this knowledge. I'm doing all this. I'm going in my Bible. I'm doing all of this, yada, 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 yada. But we don't stop and listen. Oh, come on now. No, like like for no, real. true. We don't stop and listen. And it's like, it's literally like if you were in a college classroom. Like literally if you were in a college classroom, your professor is talking and he's giving you all the information, but you just keep talking, talking, talking about everything you need to learn. You're never going to hear anything. Like you're not going to learn jack squat. And I mean, it is so important. It's a lesson that I learned very hard personally is, you know, I wasn't in my word as I should be. And I wasn't really seeking the face of the Lord. So when you're talking about like listening and hearing the word and and just being able to hear the voice of God, you know, we're talking about listening, stuff like that how do you hear from the Lord? Cause I know for me, it's a lot of scripture and also through other people. He uses other people's as vessels a lot for me. So how specifically when you're in your alone time with the Lord in that quiet place, how do you really hear him speak to you? Oh, that's so good. So for me, it's multiple, um, multiple different ways, but I think one is I go to him in prayer And, you know, I'm like, God, I need confirmation in this area. I really, I feel a tug. You know, you feel like a tug in your spirit. Like your gut. Yeah, your gut. Like you feel it. You're like, no. And like some people call it your conscience, but it's different than that. It's like, no, I have a gut feeling in this. And I know that I, that this is kind of where I'm being tugged. I'm not really sure. God, okay, now I'm going to come to you. God, I hear, Mm. I hear this. I'm feeling this, but. I need confirmation That's good. and you sit and you wait for confirmation. I mean, that's what I have to do because otherwise I will seek confirmation and therefore I'll start asking people that I know will confirm what I want to hear. Ooh, like, going to peep, going to the resources instead of the source. Exactly. And that is so stinking dangerous. Like if there's one habit y'all need to break, it is doing that because that's literally false I don't want to say false prophets, but I mean, it's literally like it's false information. It's yeah. false, con- false confirmation. Thank you very much. Thank you, Jesus. But I mean, it is so important to really seek God's confirmation. And you'll know. I mean, there was there was a couple instances in my life, but, you know, specifically probably like a year or two years ago, I was like, God, I'm in this situation. I have this feeling. I'm feeling some type of way here, but I'm feeling some type of way here. I really don't know what to do. Yeah. And I didn't say nothing. Like, I didn't I didn't tell anybody. Like, I know people knew what was kind of going on or whatever. Like, they knew the situation. But, like, I didn't – I wasn't open. I wasn't vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And I didn't feel like I could be. And then the Lord literally set two, two women into my life. And they just sat me down and they looked at me. And they were like, what are you doing? 
get out. And that was the feeling that I had in my gut. And I was like, okay, confirmation number so it one. it took you like being vulnerable with the Lord. It took me, it took me being vulnerable with the Lord and really opening up to the Lord and saying, God, I, I feel this way. I don't want to release it. I need confirmation. And then he came back around and he basically gave me like a slap on both cheeks. He was like, get out. What are you doing? So basically him um, saying to you, listen, child, I, you know. Yeah. You know, I know. Mm -hmm. We're going to go ahead and make that a no. double. No. <laughs> a, a, a double no. no. A double, a a double, double no. No. <laughs> no, literally. And it sounds like it took you actually getting in that quiet place for you to even realize that. No, it, it seriously did because I was so go, go, go yeah. without, without stopping and without listening, you lose. I want to be very careful with the way I word this, but it loses I, the sacredness, mm -hmm. the sacred knowledge, but also the growth. And I, I mean, like, I feel like for me, especially in that season and continuing on even to now, my my quiet place is the place that I grow That's and good. you know it's the place that I gain wisdom because I'm getting the wisdom from the source I'm getting wisdom right. from the Lord by sitting and listening and I mean you know I think some people get knowledge and growth a little twisted just because you have knowledge doesn't mean you're growing just because you have That's the so book good. knowledge just because you have you know certain things that doesn't mean that you're continually growing and bearing fruit right. and continually sowing seeds so you know for me i remember i think it was actually at the fall retreat and sometimes you have to be in the pruning too you're not always oh. going to be bearing the fruit because you yeah. gotta be pruning yourself first just mm -hmm. with me and mine you had to sit back and be like listen oh, i know i need to do the, the work in myself especially in the pruning season right. and i think it was i was in a pruning season at the at the, at the fall, fall retreat, retreat when we did listen <laughs> this fall retreat man it was so good on so many different everything's saying everything's a pop, pop, pop. literally <laughs> but at this fall retreat you know the one of the pastors later her name is pastor rachel she's literally amazing she said something so 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 profound to me and I, I i mean it's been said before i've heard yeah. it before but it became real it became really really real to me it's like like the lord was speaking through her to yeah it's like when you're unfamiliar with god's word you miss his voice and you miss his patterns wow like mic drop like like seriously i'm gonna say that again when you're unfamiliar with god's word you miss his voice and his patterns because god's word is living that's so good. it's living literally like what you said it's living and it is a double-edged sword and if you do not know it you don't know how to combat things. Mm. You don't know when it's him speaking or when it's things trying to mimic him. Like you don't That's know. And so then, good. And then it's like, you know, if you want to be seen and you want God to be seen in you, the more you see God, the more God will be seen in you. Wow. Because he transforms you. He, he transforms you. And it's wow. so it's so key and pertinent that in the quiet place, you know, we're seeking that transformation. The sacred in the quiet place is where the hard work is done. That's wow. where, you know, I feel like some people like with the quiet place, they think like, oh, it's where I just like relax. I'm going to just chill out and like my lazy boy. I'm going to do whatever. And like, you but know, if, it's, if anything, it's where you're armoring up. It's that, where you're putting on the full armor of God and saying, is, all right, I'm going to take this scripture and this and that and all of these things the Lord wants you to yeah. have. No, literally. The quiet place is where I war. It oh, is my war on. room. It is the mm. war place. It is the place that I go into spiritual warfare. Wow. And just like, you know, I, I seek, I hear. 
but then I wore. What are you doing with the information and the knowledge that is being, you know, imparted on you the wisdom wow. that's being imparted to you from the lord what are you doing with that afterwards right. and that sacred space is the i feel like you know it's a three-part thing you sit you hear you pray you listen you sit in quiet and you gotta listen mm. and then afterwards what are you doing with what he told you that's so good what are you doing with what he told you and like that's where transformation takes place is in you have that. any like direct scriptures that you yeah. think oh would because so i know we were much. talking a little bit before and you had some pretty specific scriptures because what we really want to get across to y'all is we are going to go to the word first yeah no because the real. word is the truth mm-hmm. and that's where our source is from mm-hmm. so everything she's saying is because she spent time in prayer and preparation and digging in yeah, the word both of us yeah and it, and it's so true and like matthew 6 um like six through seven it's like but when you pray go into your room close the door and pray to your father who is unseen then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you and i'm sorry that's just matthew 6 6 um but it it is so pertinent like what is done in secret your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you and then um also in psalms uh 20 25 4 through 5 show me your ways lord teach me your paths guide me in your truth and teach me for you are god my savior and my hope is in you all day long um that is i feel like you know when you put all these things together and you really really read the word of god it's like you know david he cries he's like god show me your ways teach me your paths guide me and teach me like you are my god and my savior and my hope is in you and yes we pray that and then we have to listen. And that's why we go to our room. And that's why we go to quiet because we, there's, so good. there's so much chaos around. Like there's so much chaos around. Mm-hmm. And then in Proverbs, um, Proverbs, Proverbs 2, hold on, I have to go to my actual Bible because I'm that person. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. But it's like, my son, if you accept my words and store up my commands within you, listen closely to wisdom and directing your heart to understanding. Furthermore, if you call out to insight and lift your voice to understanding, if you seek it like silver and search it for like hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and discover the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth and from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. That's so good. And And I love how you talked about treasure. No, because it's a treasure. His wisdom is a treasure that he imparts on us. Right. His, his, his gifting to us is treasures. Mm. Having, having, being able to be in that quiet and sacred space with him is a treasure and a gift in itself right and then what you do with that is just a multiplication of the blessings that he's already given you wow it's so so uh, doing this whole study i was just like oh my goodness lord i am so unworthy i am so unworthy but i am so blessed right because you're giving me this opportunity and then um in proverbs 3 um five and six it says trust in the lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own understanding in all your ways know him and he will make your path straight and i remember um just hearing a message and like that's a path principle yeah it's a path principle it's so good it's what you have to do to implement into your life what you adopt Mm -hmm. as a habit into into your life because when you're in the sacred space you know, you're seeking, you're going to, you're going on your knees, you're falling, the quiet places where you listen, and then you go to war. That's so good. You sit, you listen, and then you go to war. That's and, so good. And it's when you listen and trust with him, trust that he's going to do something in the quiet place. You know, a lot of people have come yeah. up and they're like, I 
like, you know, I'm trying to do this whole quiet space thing. You know, girls I disciple, they're like, I, I'm trying to do this quiet space thing. I, I'm just not hearing from God. I'm just not doing this. And I'm like, well, have you sat down and listened? Have you had faith that he's going to tell you something? Because if you don't have faith, so of true. course it's Th- not going to happen. Right, that goes right into another verse we were talking about earlier. And it's Hebrews 10, 35 through 30, oh, uh, 36. So good. <laughs> it says, therefore, do not throw away your confidence, which has a great reward mm-hmm. for you have a need of endurance so that when you have done the will of god you may receive what is promised and what i really get from that is don't throw away the confidence that the lord is going to fulfill the promise he already set in stone oh come on we so often get caught up in the promise itself that we miss the promise giver we miss god we Mm -hmm. miss what he's doing in the season you're in in the quiet place where you're supposed to be listening Mm -hmm. and then we say you know what i have confidence in myself i don't need god but that's what we'll 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 but that brings a great reward and i love how it says you you have a need for endurance so that you can reach the promises and here's the thing endurance is such a it's a huge thing if you're not consistent you're you're gonna lose you're gonna miss out on it you're gonna miss out on the tiny details like you were saying you see god more when you read his word well and and the thing is, it's like, you know, even in the Bible, it says like he speaks in a small, still voice. Mm. He speaks in a small, in Zephaniah, still voice. Yeah. And Zephaniah, it says he's quiet in his love. Yeah. And, right. and, and it's, and it's peaceful. Right. And it's peaceful. And that's how you get rest. I mean, and even in, uh, Psalms 46, 10, you know, it says, be still, right. Be still and know that I am God. And, you know, I, while doing this, I kind of was like, you know, we hear that a lot i feel like in church we hear that ver- we do we, we we hear that verse my a lot mom in church. has that hanging above her bed i got her that for christmas like a bracelet oh <laughs> be still well but i mean hey, mom <laughs> it's so the thing is with that scripture i think a lot of people are like oh we hear it so like yeah be still and know that i'm god okay cool like whatever but it's like no be still stop talking like break down That's the good. scripture be still what does that mean stop talking switch off your phone stop commenting on everyone else's junk listen stop arguing stop questioning stop moping and groping like stop and no stop doubting be sure have faith that's no so second good. option like once you know you know and like i mean i know for me it, it it's so important to understand that and no yeah having that confidence when you have confidence in god god has confidence in you Ooh. like when you have confidence in God, God has confidence in you. It's whether, whether or not you're willing to step it out and, and then don't throw it away. Like yeah. in Hebrews, right? And no, I am God. God is almighty. He is in control. He mm. is love. He is King. He is our hope, our rock, our fortress. Like he is ever present and he, and, and he helps in times of trouble. Like yeah. he is our father. He is our shepherd. He leads us. He nourishes us. He protects us and restores us and he heals us. That's so good. And, you know, I feel like with that scripture, it embodies the quiet place. It like does. That, it it kind of goes through all three stages. And Be still and know yeah. that I am God. Be still, listen, and know. Have confidence in the sacred space. Right. I am God. I am I am everything. I think one of the reasons I love that you call it the quiet place and that his love, it whispers. Mm-hmm. It can be the most quiet thing that you hear. Mm-hmm. And the reason that I love us saying that is because he spoke the world into existence yeah his ruach he he just breathed and it happened and the enemy is the opposite 
chaos happens with the enemy mm-hmm. chaos goes all over the place he's like i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this i gotta do wow. everything crazy to accomplish my goal where god simply speaks and it is done he you're still and no like you said no know that he's going to deliver you from whatever you're dealing with yeah it oh my goodness it's just so good and i'm trying to I just got reminded of a scripture and I'm trying to find it. Hold on. Give me one second. Oh, where is it going to be? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe I can find it. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe Back maybe and not. forth. <laughs> no, when you highlight and color code, you think it's going to be easier to find. No, that's scripture. so true. I highlight with so many different colors, though. So I'm like but all over the like, place. But then it's like, I can't find what I was looking for. Oh my goodness. We must pay attention all the more to what we have heard so we will not drift away. That is Hebrews 2. That is so And good. for if this message is spoken through angels was legally binding and every transgression and disobedience was received just as how will we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? Wow. Listen, if we don't listen to what God's saying and like, you know, I we're kind of coming at this a little bit, you know, harsh, I feel like, you know, for some people. But I mean, if you don't listen to what the Lord is speaking to you and you on purposefully just go against it. Mm-hmm. The repercussions you're going to get is far worse than being ignorant. Right. Far worse. And it, it's so important for, you know, if you are hearing him and if you are, you know, trying to seek him and you're not getting clar- clarity, if you're not getting clarity, that doesn't mean just because you're not getting clarity in your time doesn't mean that he's not going to give it to you. That's good. You just need to wait a little longer. Right. He's not a God of confusion. No, whatsoever. he's not. He's he not a God of clarity. So if you're confused on a situation, go to the Lord in prayer. Go to that sacred space and then that quiet place and really just be completely open to what he has in store because he's going to be clear. He's going to be clear. And maybe wait and maybe not now and maybe go. It may mm-hmm. be no. I've had a lot of no's and I've been like, praise God for those no's. Like I needed that to be a no. Yeah. Like I look back and I see at the del- 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 <laughs> <laughs> words, Abigail, I look at the deliverance. Yeah. I look at him saying no in those sacred pla- spaces and places, you know, the things that he spoke to me and said, clear no. And I can look back and see, wow, if I was still in that, I would not be where I am today. Yeah. 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 And I think also, you know, like God isn't a God of conflict. That's if, good. If your spirit and soul is in conflict with something, <laughs> then it, it ain't God. Then that ain't it. And, you know, the thing, it's surprising, you know, we, we say it and, but, you know, it sometimes is harder to right. act upon because, you know, we are flesh. That's we, so good. we, we are flesh, you know, and like, you know, there's mercy and grace because we are flesh. Right. But if you know, and you know, you know, and you don't follow it. And you don't follow what the Lord is telling you. And you mm. put yourself in that conflict. You put yourself in the conflict and you can't go husfin and fussing to anybody else except That's for so go to God and repent and be like, I'm sorry I was disobedient. I'm sorry I didn't listen to your voice. Okay, now mm. I'm going to walk back into alignment because that's all in your alignment. And back to the heart posture thing. If your heart posture is aligned with the Lord. Your, your quiet place is going to be so much more fruitful and there's going to so be so much love, so, so much love, so much transformation. Like right. for me, maturing wise, it is such a transformation yeah. place. 
such a transformation place. I love and it. My encouragement to all of you guys, you know, that are listening, you know, to the sacred space and, you know, the quiet place is to really, you know, listen. Yeah. Be consistent, though, yeah. in that because it doesn't just happen every once in a while. When you're consistent, you learn the patterns, you learn the voice of the Lord, and then that's when you really can grow even more so, I right. feel like. And I think for me, before we close out here, I just want to tell you guys, like the sacred space and quiet place have been the game changers it's been where we have developed our intimate relationship with the lord that no enemy will shout or triumph over it's where we've been able to grow we've been able to go to war we've been able to sit in the presence of the lord and have so much peace that surpasses all understanding and this habit this habit this new habit you can implement in this new year of having a sacred time and quiet time with the lord is what i personally will think will change your whole life and your whole year everything it'll change your whole year it'll change everything it'll change the way you're um you know the the way you look at life the way you act your actions your mindset even like mentally it changes everything it does so thank you so much for tuning in i'm so glad we got super deep today we Um, did we did but i think it was good i really appreciate y'all for just listening i hope that our words spoke not our words the lord's words spoke to you in some way and if you have any questions please you can dm us you can email us our link tree is all in our instagram bio at bay podcast we will have another episode next wednesday and we will have a guest kevin day will be joining us talking about one of his habits and then we have a couple other special guests for the rest of january yeah so we're so listen kevin was awesome it was so it good was we already so, recorded so it was so, so amazing so, so stinking good i can't wait for you guys to hear what he has to say so, and i can't wait for you guys to hear you know in the future like you know the rest of the habits and everything right. that are really gonna help set you guys up for a successful year So we'll see you next Wednesday, babes. Yes. Bye. Bye.